You want to talk about football, fine. You don't, then you go somewhere else. Get ready, get ready. I'm sick and tired of all this bullshit. Y'all are not playing. Most of the don't even know how to play football, all right? Go, no urgency. Here we go. Welcome to the ST Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Carlos and Chad. You've got to be the dumbest team in America. They are who we thought they were, and we let them off the hook. Hello and welcome to the ST Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm Chad. I'm Carlos. And we're back again with another riveting episode of uh, the, I was going to say the actual ST Fantasy Football Podcast. I was going to say what the ST stands for. You mean shit talking? See, I'm, I'm trying to be. Uh, we're explicit anyway. so That's it right. Matter. We're not G-rated. Yes. All right. So, so yeah. what are you drinking today, Chad? Well, uh, actually, I, I am drinking a wild turkey. Uh, lovely, lovely bourbon, mm-hmm. right? Uh, not the rye, correct? Which I am a big fan of, but uh, yeah, it's very nice. And what are you drinking? You know, if you wanted rye, you could have told me I have rye. You have rye? You don't have rye. I have like at least three or four ryes. You don't have like a, them, right? Or you I, do? I, I, no, I mean they're okay. They're just. I got whistle pig. I got. Uh, I have sazerac. I have uh, buckholt. I have. I have rye. I right. said something. Well, yeah, we'll do a rye next. I time. told you. Go in the cabinet and, well, I say cabinet, the bar. Uh, <laughs> I was drinking a Redemption Weeded earlier. Now I'm drinking uh, Wild Turkey 101. Ah, it's good stuff. Good stuff. Now, yeah. Those... This isn't a bourbon podcast, but I always thought Wild Turkey was just like cheap shit, right? Same. Uh, and Wild Turkey 101 is really good. So Yeah, I, I went on a tour there with my brother. Uh-huh. Do you awesome. remember the tour? I, yeah, I do. I was quite drunk beforehand, so like. Yeah, going hungover on a bunch of whiskey tours is a really bad idea. And by the way, for Chad to be like really drunk, it's like a I had shot like and two half, drinks, a shot and a half, really. <laughs> yeah, over I, the course of like eight hours, but yeah, yeah. so with some waters in between. Yeah, it, it's it's not cool anymore. <laughs> but it was a really cool place. Uh-huh. Learned a lot about the history, and yeah, highly recommend Wild Turkey Bourbons and Rice now. Okay. So yeah, you should have told me I have rice. Well, I know you like rice, but you've never said anything about wanting a rye. So, um, well, now so, we know. So, you know, we could start a uh, shit talkers bourbon podcast. We if, could if, if we wanted to. That'd be cool. Or or shit talkers the next pour. Ooh. Or make it an after show when we're like really have been drinking a few <laughs> bourbons, then we do the show on bourbons. I like this uh, idea. Yeah, I mean, we do that. We'll start limiting the yeah. fantasy football. So kind of like The Walking Dead has the. Show after The Walking Dead, which is what, like the Still Walking Dead? No, it's it has a name for it, but we'll call it like the 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 Shit Talkers Fantasy Football. I like the next poor bourbon idea. edition. I like the next poor <laughs> okay, idea. Okay, we'll call it the next poor then. <laughs> yeah, I think that's really good. All right, so we'll do that next time, and maybe we'll put that maybe. on YouTube. But instead of our faces, it's just the bottles of bourbon and, talking. Ooh, I don't know. I don't have that skill. I don't think. Yet. Oh no! I was just thinking the bourbon that we'll talk and oh okay we'll, we'll we'll make sure people drink before they watch it and then they'll think that the bottles are talking okay we'll see we'll see because that sounds fun to me <laughs> wait the podcast or drinking more bourbon yes <laughs> the answer is yes all right so we, uh, so so Dan yeah we need you on the show so you can drink some bourbon with us. Oh, is Dan into bourbon? He is into bourbons. Oh, nice. Yes, I haven't yes. seen Dan in ages. I, I mean, I he know. doesn't even live. I can't even go like 
drop him off any more bottles of booze because I don't even know where he lives anymore. He lives in a community where you got to give a blood test, give your firstborn child, even just just to walk up to the gate. That sounds right. Sounds right for him. Yeah, yeah. he's he's big and, money. And, and it's not like he listens to our podcast anyway. So he likes to tweet. You know, the, he he retweets the tweet or what have you, but yeah. he doesn't listen to it. I'm sure he doesn't. That's so, fine. I, yeah. I appreciate. Uh, so, but support. just in case, just to make sure, Daniel, little bitch, and uh, you're going <laughs> to lose in fantasy football this year, uh, and that'll determine whether he listens to what we talk about or not. Fair enough. And if you're listening to this, we'll work out a trade. I, I've got some players that I'm willing to trade to you, and, and I'll give you a podcast listener discount. No, Randy, don't even try to ask because you're not getting one. Uh, but but Dan, you'll get a, a podcast discount on, on doing a trade. So like we'll it. see if he's listening to us. Wait, this is a test. Now, we do have a, a correction. Yes, yes, we do have a, 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 a stat correction to do. Apparently, we accused uh, Randy of taking a player that he did not take. Uh, and I don't recall who it was at this point. <laughs> so we apparently accused Randy of taking Rashad Penny, and we overlooked in the draft that it was actually David that took Rashad Penny because Randy has too much football knowledge to have taken a Rashad Penny type of character. So we apologize for uh, insulting your fantasy football acumen and accusing you of taking Rashad Penny. Which is something that I totally did in a lot of leagues. But congratulations, Randy. Thank you uh, for uh, listening and sorry. Sorry, man. And if you ever want to be on the podcast, too bad. <laughs> that, that's Carlos saying that. It's not me. It's not me. When I'm in D.C. next March, we'll, we'll do we'll do one. Oh, we should do a remote show. It'd be cool. I mean, I plan on being in D.C. in next March, so. Nice. I'm, well, I'm, I'll be up there sooner than that. So we'll see. We'll let Randy know. He'll meet you. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I got business. I'm doing business. I'll tell you about it later. It's a big deal. Is Work. it business or is it? <laughs> no, it's not fun business. <laughs> is it stripper business? It's always stripper business. <laughs> Just know that. So for those of you that don't know, uh, Chad is an owner of strip clubs. <laughs> this, is, this is not true. <laughs> He says he's an IT person, but he's really a stripper. By IT, I mean damn ITTs. <laughs> I don't even know if that makes sense. You know, people are going to think that we've been drinking for hours, and we really are on our second drink. So, But as we've already established, I am a lightweight. So. Yeah, I'm not. I'm just making fun of Chad because it's fun to do. And, and and maybe his wife hears this, and maybe she doesn't. She does not. She does not. Uh, I, I, I did tell her, she was like, well, I think I might run for office sometime. And I'm like, you really? Uh, you may or may not want to listen to like three years worth of episodes yeah, of fantasy yeah, football yeah. stuff. I'm probably going to bring you down. Just saying. I, and actually, I need to make a change to the website because all of those old ones need to come down anyway. So, Yeah, we could bring those down. That'd be great. That'd be great. But So anyway... Let's go back to fantasy football because dynasty fantasy football. We are uh, seven minutes into the show and we uh, (laughs) haven't talked fantasy football other than mentioning the name. That's fine. Um, So initially, we were going to do a wide receiver preview rankings, blah 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 bullshit that you've heard from twenty million other podcasts. And I just honestly, I don't want to fucking do it. I don't. That's fine. So I have a question for you. Yeah. Which give me. Give me three wide receivers that you're excited for this year. I am excited for, uh, what, Justin Jefferson? Okay. Are you excited or are you curious? I'm excited. Okay. 
uh, to see if he, well, and, and curious, right? I want to see if he can keep the momentum going from last year. I mean, he went to a good college, so I could see why he would be able to keep up the momentum. You know, it, that you should just pull a David and just draft everybody from LSU. You'll I be fine. would if they didn't go in the top five every fucking year. Uh, this is true, but I think you didn't have a, have a good first team. round pick last year, so I didn't get a chance to draft. Him, but sorry. So uh, him, I'm excited to see what Corey Davis does. <laughs> Seriously? So, no, so we were joking about that before because the game is on right now, but are you still like. I am. I know. Why? I just loved what I saw on tape, man. Like, I. But that was like six years ago. I know. I know. I, I can't quit him. I just can't quit him. I mean, I'm nowhere near the person I was six years ago. I'm, I'm no athlete by any stretch of the imagination, but. Well, I am, so that's fine. Drinking bourbon is in a sport. <laughs> I think I'm more drinking rise isn't a sport either. Yeah, I can't out drink anybody anymore, so that's fine. I think you could out drink Dan. He's a lightweight. Really? I think you could out drink Randy too, though. I I doubt all of this. Maybe Juan, because he doesn't drink. Exactly, a little bitch. (laughs) I'm not. Ever ever since ever since he got married and met his his girlfriend, he personally I don't think she lets him drink. But that's just my personal opinion. Well, you know. <laughs> Ball and chain, man. I, I understand. I understand. So, okay, Corey Davis, uh, Corey Justin Davis, Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. And so somebody that I'm excited to see. Or uh, just kind of, you know, curious. Okay, more of a curiosity. Uh, I want to see what happens with, okay, this is two of them, but Judy and Sutton. Mm-hmm. I want to see what happens in Denver. Okay, so... Given what you saw last year, yeah, what do you think happens? Prediction type of thing. Well, prediction should. Um, so Sutton was hurt last year, right? His feelings were hurt. Yes. Well, no, but I mean, like, no, he like was. Physically. He was. Yeah, he was. So, but when is he not hurt? That's he the hasn't problem, had a full right? season in the NFL. Yeah, and and so if I'm going based on that, mm-hmm. Judy should take this job, right? Like, he should be the number one. Absolutely. Um, and then you got Sutton, who's the bigger target. The thing with, with Judy, though, I still question his route tree, right? Yeah. He's more of a go. Yeah. And Teddy has an arm, right? Now Teddy's been named a starter. He has yeah. an arm. Yeah. He can get the ball 20, 30, 40 yards downfield. But is that the offense they're going to run there, right? Whereas Sutton, to me, has a better route tree, but Sutton's not that Sutton's, Sutton's not the possession receiver either. At mm-hmm. least not to me, he isn't. So speed wise, Judy's faster, I think. So what does Sutton bring to the table that Judy doesn't already? Yeah. I mean, and they're both talented, right? Mm-hmm. I, I like Sutton out of school and I, I like Judy out of school. Mm-hmm. So, I yeah. mean, they got some really nice young talent there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I, I'm, I'm really, I want to see what that offense looks like. Makes sense. Yeah. And, uh, I'm, you know, I'm also excited about, uh, Williams, the taking that, that job over eventually. Okay. Okay. Anybody else? I know we said three, you, you've said three or four, but if there's somebody else. No, I mean, that's, that's the ones that are kind of at the top of my list right now. Okay. Um, how about you? What are you, what are you, the ones that you're excited to see? Um, I, I'm not excited about any of these players. I'm more curious. My first one is DJ Chark. I yeah. like Chark. I like Chark coming out of college, right? Yep. Um, he's had a pretty decent career, right? Um, but I'm interested to see what happens with Trevor Lawrence. You know my opinion of Trevor Lawrence. I don't think he's that great of a quarterback watching Monday Night Football. 
I still don't understand why he's named the starter, but neither here nor there. Um, but is that going to work, right? Is, is this, you know, so when he's been, he's either injured or has COVID or something like that. But yeah. anyway, um, so I'm interested to see how that works. I'm kind of curious to see how he fits into that offense and what the plans are there. Um, the next one on my list is Stefan Diggs. Oh, yeah. Uh, the guy's talented. I mean, there's no disputing that, right? But I think his first year in Buffalo caught all of us off guard. I didn't expect those numbers to, to be what they were, right? So is he going to be able to continue that? He's being drafted based on the numbers that he put up last year, but is that going to continue? I I, I don't know. So I'm curious to see what happens there. And then to me, um, number three, Kenny Galladay. Yeah. Uh, how is he going to fit into that offense? What's he going to bring to the table? And this is Daniel Jones's break, make it or break it season, right? Yeah. Um, I think he's a good quarterback. I think he's got a talent, but we all know that in the NFL doesn't mean shit, right? Sam yeah. Arnold's career. I liked him. I, I thought he was always going to be a, a is he going to be a quarterback that's gonna win you five Super Bowls? No, but I think Darnold was a serviceable yeah. quarterback, right? Yeah. So uh, to me, Daniel Jones is a better arm than Sam Darnold, but I don't know. I don't so it's a make it or break it year for him. Uh, Galladay's in a system where you also have Evan Ingram, uh, Saquon Barkley. So there's other talents around him, something that he really never had in Detroit. Um, I think the quarterback in Detroit was a little bit better, right? I, I think Stafford was was better than 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 Daniel Jones, but yeah. Stafford's also reaching towards the end of his career, right? So uh, so we'll see what happens. I, I, I'm kind of curious to see how that works. And then fourth, um, Claypool. Can he chase? Yeah, yeah. I was last year a fluke with yeah. with Roethlisberger back. Does that shift the targets to someone he's more comfortable with than a Juju or or a Washington, or do you continue to see Claypool is talented? There's no questioning there, but some of his touchdowns were he just outran the the, the defensive <laughs> back, right? I mean, and then he was wide open, or or he the. the DB missed a tackle. So, yeah. um, so I'm interested to see what happens there. That's a good. That's a good point. Uh, I will say, so kind of old veteran that I don't think anybody's really paying much mind to that really can't stay healthy. Um, but Deshaun Jackson in Los Angeles intrigues me. Um, not enough to like, you know, take an early pick on this guy uh -huh. at all. I'm just saying like, I want to see what that's like. See if right. he's got any juice left in there and if he can actually not get hurt. Right, right. Um, so on the wide receiver front. Yeah. Dallas. Yeah. So you have CeeDee Lamb. You yep. have Amari Cooper. Yep. You have Michael Gallup. Gallup. Yep. Those are your three wide receivers, your top receivers, right? And then the tight ends, you have uh, Blake Jarwin and um, Schultz. Schultz, yeah. In your wide receivers there. How would you rank those three wide receivers? I don't know, man. Like, I, I want to be high on Cooper, but I, I think it's going to be... I, I, don't, I don't know what that offense is going to look like this year with mm -hmm. Dak coming back from injury. Mm -hmm. uh, is, is he, do you know if he's still on track to play this year? He's on track to be the starter uh, September 9th against the Bucks. Wow. Here at Ray J. Wow. Be... In case you haven't figured it out, we're in Tampa. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that'd be interesting to go see that game, actually. You know how much tickets are going for for that game? 
because it's Tampa, yeah. and they won. So obviously everybody's a Bucks fan now. Right. Oh yeah, they won a won a game. I yeah, hear. They, yeah. Yeah. Bastards. Fucking assholes. <laughs> Um, it's funny. It's like we both hate the local team. It's weird. Yeah, I don't know how that works. I didn't used to, um, but yeah. So yeah, that, it's it's such a uh, coin flip, man. Like, mm-hmm. who's going to lead the receipt? I think what you're going to see is whoever they're going to change it up a lot. I I, I don't know what the target uh, availability is going to be like there either. Because, I mean, they, they have a lot of weapons. I, th- I think the tight end's the only one that logically suffers because of skill set and who's there. Um, and and then the other receivers. But I don't I don't know what, what to rank them. If I, if, gun to head. I have a gun I can put to your head if you really want to. I'd appreciate that. it. Not, not that. <laughs> I think I'd do. It is legally owned. It has a serial number and everything. I think I'd go Cooper Lamb Gallup for me. Cooper Lamb Gallup. I you? don't disagree with you on that one. Yeah. Um, rankings, I really have Lamb higher. Okay. Only because, again, the rankings that I'm looking at are dynasty rankings, right? So, right. younger player. The reason I ask you the question is three years ago, Gallup was a top 10 pick yeah. in, in, in rookie drafts, right? Yeah. And, and, and it's, it's part of the bigger picture that I want to talk about here for a second. So... Gallup was a top 10 pick, and I, I I still remember the night before the draft or the week before the draft, I wanted to trade Juju oh, yeah. for the number eight pick, right? Yep. Uh, and yes, this is about you, Luis. Uh, but it, it, <laughs> and, and, and unfortunately, I'm picking on you, but it's not. I'm, it's, it's an illustration of a point I'm trying to make. I was willing to trade Juju for the number eight pick because I wanted Gallup, right? I, yeah. wanted, I, wanted, I wanted Gallup on my team. And the person that had the the pick was like, no, he wanted something insane. Uh, And he ended up taking Gallup, and I ended up with Juju. Well, for the first year and a half of that trade, I was like the winner, right? I was like, (laughs) thank you for not making that trade with me. Right. Um, But he was the flavor of the year at wide receiver. And the reason I I bring that up is I'm going to go on a tangent here for a second. Carry on Johnson. Yeah. As on IR now. Yeah. He's now playing for, he's no longer I was going to say, yeah. But on Johnson was the flavor of the year that year at running back. There was other running backs in front of him. I get it. But yeah. Everybody he was, was, everybody was excited about him. Because the situation he was going to was perfect. And and I will say on the Gallup thing, they didn't have Cooper, right? Mm-hmm. They, dra- they, they traded for Cooper later that year. So the hype on Gallup was a little bit more because they didn't have anybody. They had Cole Beasley, that fucking moron. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And no, that's not a political statement. I just think he's a fucking moron. But <laughs> um, they didn't have anything there, right? So it's like Gallup's going to be the guy, and then Cooper comes in. But Carrion went to a Detroit situation where, if I'm not mistaken, the starting running back before that was the guy out of um, Nebraska. Uh, Amir Abdullah. Amir Abdullah, yes, who also didn't pan out or what have you. But So in a dynasty... Just like in the NFL, right? In in, in in Dynasty drafts, we're taking a crapshoot on these guys. Yeah. Right? So oh, yeah. Gallup went, at least in that draft, uh, eight. I think Carrion went top five or six in the draft that we oh, did yeah. uh, to Dan. And Dan was very high on Carrion. We all were, right? We were all very high on, on him. Yep. So I guess my question to you is, are we wrong in our rankings or is it just situational or, or, or what happened? Cause I, I, and I ask you the question because you're the one more that likes to take the deep dives and you see these college talents. 
I like to try to relate more to where they're going and try to do that. But you you fall in love with their talent, mm-hmm. regardless of the situation they're going to, and you just like the athlete. So, well, I I think speaking from myself and why I think why that happens is because of the things like you're describing, right? Why am I going to take somebody in the top ten when I can get lucky? Mm-hmm. And get somebody in the third. Like, dude, I got Cooper Cup in the third, right? Okay. Uh, I've, yeah, Derek Carr in the fifth. So yeah. So, so yeah. So, but things happen, right? And I, I, mean, I David Johnson win in the third. Yeah. I know today that doesn't mean much, but, <laughs> but five years ago, kids, yeah, it was amazing. Yes. Yeah, but like, so I, I, I guess I'm maybe just my nature, right? Like, Kamara win in the second. Yeah. I'm a cheap guy. Fucking asshole, Edwin. That's a, Sorry. That's a good pick. <laughs> but I'm a cheap guy, so I like to go where the value is. And I find that a lot of the times the hyped up players, you know, I'm not, I don't have a shot at them most of the time. So I try to get the value in the later rounds. And maybe it's just because I have more, more shots at it, right? Like I got a, a third, fourth, fifth round pick. Mm-hmm. So I got three shots at finding somebody late that I like. Uh-huh. As opposed to, okay, well, I'm kind of hoping whoever falls here, unless I was just really shitty that year and got, you know, top five pick. So, or you're good at trading. Um, so I think that's that, that's where that comes from for me. Okay. But what about you? Because you, you are like all about having a top five pick. I, I am because that's generally where the talent is, right? And, and, <laughs> and, and obviously I've gotten it wrong, right? I mean, right. I took Bishop Sankey number one overall a few years we ago. All, we all get things uh, wrong. No, I've, I've gotten him. I was thinking about that the other day, right? Like, I remember, I don't remember, I drafted Greg Little five overall. Wow, yeah. No, I mean, but, yeah. you know, um, but I've also had, I mean, I drafted Ingram, number one overall. Uh, I drafted Elliott, uh, Henry, number four overall. So I've had some successes there, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it happens, but to me, it depends on the year. To me, even on your best years, four, five deep tops. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it's a crapshoot, right? And even in the top five, it's still a crapshoot, right? But yeah. But to me, it's... Honestly, for those of you listening, this is bullshit. <laughs> we're here talking. We're, we'll, we'll break it down and we'll talk about... But it's a crapshoot. Just like the NFL draft is a crapshoot because I can sit... I like college football. I watch college football. I see what they did. But money changes a person. I don't care who you are, money changes you. Either it changes you for the better or for the worse. And for a lot of these athletes, I got paid. I made it. And that's it. Mm -hmm. But what made Jerry Rice Jerry Rice, right? 10 years into his career, he's still running the fucking hill, right? The the, the sand hill in in, in San Francisco or wherever it is in California. Running laps around young rookies, right? So because he wanted it more. What made Michael Jordan Michael Jordan? Years into his career, he's still practicing like fucking crazy. The greatest player to play, yes, he is better than LeBron. And we'll leave it at that. (laughs) I I get nothing. But certain athletes, Tom Brady, I hate the fucking guy, but 60 years into his career, he's still (laughs) a fucking talent, right? But why? Because he he strives to be better, right? Mm -hmm. And and we, we can watch all the college football we want, but if that athlete doesn't want it, as much as the next guy, yeah, talent, most of these athletes, talent has gotten them to where they are, right? But in the NFL, 
the talent pool is equal. How much more do you want it than everybody else? And that's something that we can't predict, right? We we don't know that. Um, so honestly, what we do when we sit here in fantasy football, 80% of it is luck because injuries, wanting it, the ball bounces the wrong way. <laughs> yeah, life circumstances. I mean, it, it, to say, there is skill that's involved in knowing how to create a team, mm-hmm. how to make trades in a league. That's, to me, where the skill comes in, the the ability to see some of these deeper talents, right? And and to be clear, I'm not saying you shouldn't listen to us. I'm just... No, just know, straight up, <laughs> like, know what it is. Right, exactly. Right? It's it's What somebody it's says isn't gospel, right? It, yeah, exactly. And you watch the rankings, right? Matthew Berry's rankings are different than, than, than uh, Jamie Eisenberg's rankings than... I can't think of the other guy. Dave Richards' rankings, yeah, any number of them. But right. and, and my rankings are going to be different than theirs. But it's my personal opinion. And 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 I, to me, carrying on, I thought he had a good chance of what he was doing. I didn't take him. I think I had a pick before before that in in that year's draft. But I went with somebody else because I wanted that other person over what what carry on brought to the table. The year of Michael Gallup, I told I wanted that guy. I thought he was going to be great, but where is he today? Right, he's the number three option, and and in Dallas, that isn't necessarily a bad thing, right? It's right. a good flex play for you, but it's not what we thought he would be when he came into the league. Yeah, and I mean, so have you ever? Because you you watch tape, right? Like I watch tape yes. on these players and try to like figure it out. Like, okay, what's this guy good at? Is this going to work with the team? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll be honest, though. I base it. I do watch tape on the player. Yeah. But I try to base my knowledge more on what I saw in college. Yeah. Right. Of what I saw when I saw them play. Mm-hmm. I watch a lot of college football. Right. <laughs> I do. And, and which is why I tell you that I'm not. We've talked about it. I'm not convinced on Trevor Lawrence. Right. Mm-hmm. I saw what he did. Johnny Manziel coming into the league. Yeah. I remember talking to Arturo uh, and he wanted the Bucks to draft. Johnny Manziel. And I'm like, you don't want that. And he's like, what are you talking about? I said, you don't want Johnny Manziel as your quarterback. He's like, I think you're crazy. Go back. Mm-hmm. Watch this in this game and tell me what you think. And he came back two days later and he's like, you're right. I, yeah. I, I have concerns. Yeah. I watch them play. I see what they do. And yes, tape is good and I watch it, but it's not a substitute for actual gameplay. No, no, I, I agree. But um, I, I think what what gets lost sometimes is that, like you were saying, right? It's the want to. Mm-hmm. We can't, you can't see that, right? Mm-hmm. Like you can kind of tell if a player is with it mentally Kristen based on Michael. how, <laughs> based on how they interact with media and stuff, right? Yeah. But Ryan Leaf. <laughs> yeah. But you 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 don't know, like that doesn't always equate to uh, greatness. Terry Correct. Bradshaw, it it it, it me it, it it's a qualification, but it's not the whole picture. And right, you got to know. I, I mean, look to get to that level, you got to be the best damn version of yourself that you can. You're be. like the top less than one percent of high school players, right? Yeah, and then you got to be like. The best of the best on that. Shit, just you're get... less than one percent of the college players. Yeah. At that point, yeah. So it's it's crazy how good you have to be, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of the guys do just skate by on that God given talent, speed. Jameis Winston. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we were talking about it before the show, mm-hmm. right? 
Like, but sometimes, right, you get kicked and it lights that fire. Correct. I don't think Jameis ever had that fire that was lit until maybe the whole Tampa Bay thing. Until they said, yeah, we don't want you anymore. But we'll see, right? What's a little bit of but success going to do to him again? The driver said she didn't want him, and he said didn't stop him. So that's all another story. Well, yeah, he's still... <laughs> he's your quarterback. But, but my, my point in all of this... <laughs> yeah, I know. My point in all of this is that, you know... Which is, I, I guess what I'm going to say is, don't draft... Reiterating what we talked about two podcasts ago, three podcasts ago, when you're in a draft, don't draft on what you need. Draft on the best available player. Draft on what is going on because you don't know what's going to happen. And if you reach for, in a rookie draft, if you reach for a player because of need, you're going to hurt yourself. Whereas if you take the best available talent, maybe he's not what you need right now, but due to injury, due to what have you. But worst case scenario, I like to hoard running backs, right? So... Worst case scenario, if something happens, I have a running back stable that I can trade to get what I need, mm-hmm. right? And and that's kind of part of the game of dynasty, right? Yeah. You you build a stable at a certain position, and and in one of the leagues I was telling you about it, I think some of those fucking assholes just draft quarterbacks because they want to have ten on their roster because it's a two quarterback league, and how can I fuck somebody else over? And I'm stubborn, so I'm like, I'm gonna keep my running backs, and you can get <laughs> my motherfucking ass. Um, but. I don't draft my running backs for the purpose of trading them, but I draft them because it's the running back position, and I know it's it's vulnerable to injury. So I want a good stable to switch around whatever I need. But conversely, it's taken me years of doing this to kind of get away from drafting what I need and just draft the best player, whether it's a running back or a wide receiver in this year's draft. You know I love my running backs, yeah. but I went with Jamar Chase over Travis Etienne, and we'll talk about Etienne in a second. But I'm not saying I made the right pick, right? I mean, it, it, history, it, it, we'll know in a few years. I wanted Najee. I didn't need Najee. But yeah. I would have if Najee had fallen to me, I would have taken Najee just because he would have been the best player on my board available. So, Well, and I think that's another good point, though, right? Like, I I value looking at the tape. And I'm watching them. You like to watch them in the, in the games, right? It's kind of the same. Mm-hmm. Mine's just more condensed. It is, but the problem that I have with some of those tapes is they pick the best plays. Well, so I when I do it, I try to do. Uh, there's a couple of guys out there that do some really good cuts where it's every play for the game. Now those do get boring sometimes, right? Of when you're just watching them do like little outs and blocks. So you guys understand the 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 pain and suffering we go through to bring you this podcast. Yeah, I enjoy it, so it's not pain. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> But so, but I try to base my evaluations on that, and I've been really right sometimes, mm-hmm. and I've been really fucking wrong. Kristen Michael, yeah. It's so it shot penny. But I would rather go down with my evaluation, yes, than of somebody course. else's any day. Absolutely, absolutely. So I, I highly advocate, even though it's a game of chance, you'd be wrong. When you get it right, it's pretty damn cool. It so is. watch the tape. Watch the tape. It is. It's. Uh, I, I will say. The sucking of getting it wrong doesn't make up for the high of getting it right, though. I don't know, man. I don't know. I still, I still feel really Again, good about Bishop Juju. Shanky. Yeah, and I've hit on Elliot and Henry, and I still feel shit for the Bishop Shanky thing. Yeah, but I, maybe that's more of you. <laughs> I mean, I guess I, it is me. I should have gone Cooks that year. I really should have. Uh, but anyway. Say love you, man. I had Walker Colson on my team. I didn't want to have another. Marcus and that that kind of missed me out on Michael Thomas. Thomas, but, too? Yeah. yeah. Moral yeah. of the story is take as many Saints wide receivers as I need to. <laughs> uh, just, just have the whole damn team. Apparently, yes. Yeah. 
So moving on. Moving on. Travis Etienne done for the season. Yeah, that really screws my uh, one of my teams up because mm-hmm. uh, I was really hurting at running back, and he was the best available, and now I got nothing again. So that's, that's fun. Tough. That's fun. I'm not getting Carlos Hyde. In a couple of leagues, I've seen people. Well, I mean, you probably didn't move on it fast enough, but I mean, look, I wouldn't have picked him up anyway, mm-hmm. right? Like, I think uh, it's a nice window for uh, James Robinson again. Of course, we'll see if he can stay healthy. But yeah, other than that, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. I, but that Jacksonville team's going to be shitty. I don't, I don't know um, what that that whole mess is going to look like. They're going to be down by a lot. I think. It's going to look like a mess. Yep. And then Urban Meyer is going to leave to go uh, USC. You really think he's going to leave to go to USC? I don't know. I saw it uh, in an article somewhere. And I'm like, yeah, that sounds about right. I don't know that he leaves to go to USC. Uh, only because they're paying him a lot of money. In Jacksonville. <laughs> um, I, I'm still not convinced Urban Meyer works as a college coach, as, as an NFL coach. Um, the jump right to uh, from from college to to pros historically hasn't worked well. Jimmy Johnson is 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 a, you know a different breed of, of of coach, right? But also Jimmy Johnson was helped by a different era of football. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was helped by the number one overall pick, mm-hmm. and most importantly, he was helped by the Herschel Walker trade, right? Um, Eleven for one. Oh, yeah. um, I mean that that trade made Dallas right. Um, Minnesota gave up a buttload for. Yeah. I mean, like I saw some. How not couple, to trade kids? A couple of years ago, and I want to say of that trade that that Minnesota made, three of those players ended up in the Hall of Fame that came from that trade, right? Damn. So it was an insane trade, right? And you're not going to see something like that today, but. Yes, he, you know, the, the word is that, you know, he came to the NFL because he knew he was going to get Trevor Lawrence. Why he wanted a woman at quarterback, I don't know. But uh, I, I, I got I'm not a fan of Trevor Lawrence, but I, I, I but the point of that ramble is I don't think it's a one and done type of thing. I, I think he's going to be there for a, for a few years. Yeah, could be. I, I'm not going to say he's going to do four years, but at least two to three years. And and, 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 and Etienne, I, I think the, the loss of that, I think, hurts it hurts that team because Etienne adds another dynamic. I, I like uh, Robinson. Robinson at, at running back, and, and Hyde is, is a good running back. He's 150 years old. Yeah, I was just saying, he, he's he like was. Two, he's like two years younger than Frank Gore. Um, it's that San Francisco thing. <laughs> but I think Etienne would have added another dimension to that. Right? He he was a special talent, or is a special talent. Um, that. Again, at the wide receiver position, that team with 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 Chark and Sonolt and or Chenault or whatever his name is, uh, they have talent on that team. It just can they, can they get it together? My concern is, you know, coaches admitting two games into the preseason that we don't have an offensive identity. The fuck, do you not have an offensive? Maybe you need to find another offensive coordinator, uh, <laughs> or like stop telling them what to do so much. Yeah, um, one of the two. Uh, but I, I don't know. I, I I think the loss of Etienne on that team is is going to be bigger than, than people think. And and a lot of people took Etienne in the top five. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. You kind of now you put him on IR and you wait for next year and see what happens. But yeah, uh, James Robinson's value this year. What do you what do you think about Obviously that? It goes up. It has to yeah. go up. Yeah. Um. Honestly, 
to me, in a redraft league, this catapults Robinson into top two round, round late second, early third type mm-hmm. of talent. Whereas before this, he was probably going fifth or sixth. And actually, in some drafts, Etienne was going before uh, Robinson, which in a redraft league, I don't get. I, I don't I, to me they're they're right about the same right yeah uh, in a dynasty league obviously no no contest right uh, but I think this moves Robinson up to second or third round yeah uh, would you make a move for Robinson no. if you're hurting no I would not as a running back hoarder I would not uh, yeah. and I'll tell you why I think it, if you think you're a running back away from making a run uh-huh. by all means make the trade okay long term I, I don't like it i i they brought etienne in for a reason and what's oh go ahead and then it, it it's not because robinson's the future so. right what's the max you would pay for uh robinson considering like you need a good rb2 to and that was like cement your team in your mind to make a run for a championship you mean player wise or draft pick wise Let's either one. If I think Robinson is the difference, I'm willing to. I mean, would you pay a so, first? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. I mean, so let's go back ten years or whatever it was. I'm in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Gronk goes down with an injury. I'm making a run that year. I wanted Jimmy Graham. I gave up Gronk first, second, and third round picks of the following year's draft to get Jimmy Graham. Turns out, I, no, no, but I mean, turns out I would have won it without having Jimmy Graham, right? Yeah. And my team was was talented enough that Jimmy Graham, honestly, I think that year I had, who was that tight end for Baltimore for many years? Pitta? Pitta. Pitta would have done the same thing Jimmy Graham would have done, but I wasn't willing to go into the playoffs taking that chance. Right. Um, so I made that trade and I didn't need him. But my point to, to what I'm trying to say is, if you're making a run, if I'm making a run, I'll give up whatever. I'll yeah. give up all of next year's draft picks. I'll give up the next two years of draft picks to make a run this year. Yeah. But conversely, I paid for that trade many years down the road because I didn't have first, second, and third round picks the following year. So I couldn't bring in that younger talent, and I paid for it for many years. Yeah. yeah. But I'm willing to do that to win now. Give I, me a ship. Yeah, I mean, if I if I can get a ship for a first, second, and third, I'm, yeah. I'm in. But... Yeah, I think I I would trade for Robinson. I think second uh, is what Max I personally would go just I'd because go the writing first. the writing's on the wall for me that it's not his job next year. But again, to me, I'm playing for this year. Yeah, I'm not playing for next year. I'm playing for this year. Yeah. Um. Now, in in, in there are some leagues, I'm playing for next year <laughs> already. Uh, so it, it, maybe what, me too. But in 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 the main league that I'm in, which is STFFL. I'm playing for this year, and yeah. we'll figure out this year as we go along. And if I means that I have to give up first, second, third, fourth, and fifth for next year to do something to win this year, I'll make the trade. I have no issue with that. Yeah. No, Randy, I'm not giving you my first round pick next year. Uh, <laughs> you heard it here, Randy. Go get that first. <laughs> so every so Randy's birthday is in August. Yeah. And every year I wish him a happy birthday. Every year he says, you know, it's my birthday. If you want to give me a good trade offer here, and then every year respond with, I didn't go with it last year. What makes you think I would do that this year? <laughs> and his response is, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> or good point or something like that. So, I, I like it. I like it. You, get, you, you, you never or you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Well, I, I, right? I, you know, that's fine. Yeah. So, yeah, shoot your shot, Randy. I like it.
So we just talked about Etienne. Yeah. Um, Sucks. Tony Jones Jr. Yeah. No, you tell me about Tony Jones Jr. Because he was available in every league. And now he's not. And now he is not. <laughs> and I was like, well, that's interesting. <laughs> I, I I don't know dick about Tony Jones Jr. Uh, running back out of Notre Dame. Okay. Uh, had a pretty decent career at Notre Dame. Um, didn't really... Yes, Nala, I agree with you. Uh, he didn't have the career that a lot of people expected him to have at Notre Dame, right? But at at New Orleans, he has stood out for a couple of reasons. He is a, some people would say, a cheaper version of Camaro. Um, I would say he he can be a clone of Camaro later on. Not right now. Really? Yeah. But the reason you're not seeing him or, or the reason you're seeing him picked up, one, he's had a very, very good preseason. Game one was very, very good. Yeah. Game two, they put him in with the starters because Coach Payton wanted to see what he did. Yeah. And I would imagine that the comments that were made on Monday Night Football where we asked Coach Payton, what does he think of his starting running backs? And if I had to pick right now, Tony Jones is my number two. And their response was, well, I guess Latavius Murray isn't happy about that one. Yeah. What the fuck is Coach Payton going to say? Yeah, fuck him. I'm going to go with Latavius. No. <laughs> um, if something happened to Alvin Kamara, please, God, don't let something happen to Alvin Kamara. It will not be Tony Jones Jr. It will be Latavius Murray. Starting. Right. But did I pick him up in some leagues? Of course I did. To me, Tony Jones Jr. is a... 2022 2023 type of player latavius murray's i believe in the last year of his contract Mm -hmm. if tony jones does what tony jones has done in the preseason that makes it very easy for latavius murray to be at the end of the season right and which would make a lot of sense and camara and tony jones have similar styles so it kind of makes them very interchangeable in what they do nice so i think that's kind of the big thing if you're picking up tony jones you, if you're picking them up for this year, you're a moron, first of all. Uh, but second of all, it's not for this year. It's, you, you need to look at the next year or, or, or after that. So let's say you're in the boat of a lot of folks that just got Tony Jones off the waivers. Uh-huh. Uh, you got a taxi sit, squad put spot. There. You, you're putting Absolutely. him in the taxi. You're not letting him ride the pine in case something happens? But that's what the taxi squad is for. Right. Well, I mean, usually uh, right, you can use the taxi squad if you call them up. You can't put anybody back, right? Yes, you can. And sleeper, you can. Well, in my leagues, you call them up from taxi squad. You can't put anybody back on the taxi squad mm, until you sure about that? yeah, until uh, like first of the years of cutoff. Are you sure about that? Yep. Uh, okay. Yep. First first game of the season is when the taxi squad shuffling. Stops. Uh, I'm gonna start them on the taxi squad, and then if I have to move them later on, but I would put them on the taxi squad because I have no intentions of playing them this year. Yep. No, I think that's sage advice, sir. Sage advice. So last but not least, how the fuck are we there. at forty three minutes? That's what everybody's to... listening to. This is like, God, how long is it? <laughs> this was supposed to be like a twenty minute podcast. Uh, it was the bourbon. You, you had to talk about bourbon, or was it me that talked about bourbon? I, I think we both did. Nala's upset that we keep talking about bourbon. Sorry, Nala. So the last thing on the list, the trade, the big trade, the big... Sony Michelle. You yeah. and I talked about it last week when we were headed to the distillery. Yep, we we're talking about what is. 
you know, because Ramon, Ramon Stevenson or whatever the hell his yeah, name is. Yeah, Ramondre. Ramondre. Yeah, they were talking about him on, on ESPN, on the Fantasy Football Network, or whatever. And he keeps moving up in the draft. And it's it and he's being the, you know, Luiso like this. Ramondre Stevenson is the Legaric Blunt of this year, right? <laughs> You're right. Uh, and I remember Luis was so high on Legaric Blunt. He wanted like six first-round picks for that guy. Uh, but anyway. So we talked about the possibility of being traded. Yeah. I didn't think it would happen like now, but apparently it did. Yeah, right. So obviously he gets traded to to the Rams. Yep. So thoughts on that? Uh, I think it's a good landing spot for him this year. I mean, look, I'm not a huge Sony Michelle fan just in general. After mm-hmm. what we saw in New England, he was never able to take that job. He couldn't take the job in fucking college. He no. had one good game. There you go. So which whatever happened to Holyfield? Uh, he's still backing up in Carolina, I think. But he is. I just I wonder what happened to him because well, I had high expectations for him. Yeah, yeah. So did I. Would have been nice. Um, but I think it's a good it's a good landing spot for him this year. It's way better, way better than New England. Uh-huh. Uh, it does kind of make you wonder uh, how long um, the other guys are going to be there. Um, who, who am I drawing a blank on? They're starting. Henderson. Yeah, Henderson. Uh, and then we'll talk about Xavier Jones. Who? Exactly. And Luis's Jake the second, Funk. Uh, Luis's second round pick, Xavier Jones. And then Funk, yes. Yeah, and, and that's kind of what I thought was going to happen, right? And that, we, we talked about it in, in, the, in the draft. Yeah. Recap. Yeah. Um, it, what, it made it, a lot of sense for them to bring somebody else in that had right. some Right, and that experience. was my concern with drafting David Jones and Funk. Yep. And I just don't like drafting a guy with Funk. It just kind of puts a bad mojo on my team. Oh, no, um, no. You gotta have the funk, man. Yeah, but I think a funk is like a bad thing in sports. Oh, probably. I mean, it's like naming your team the Yips. The Yips. Don't don't worry about it. You obviously <laughs> didn't watch How I Met Your Mother. Uh. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so, are you excited about Michelle, or no. you, if you were drafting right now, Henderson or Michelle? Oh, Henderson still. Okay. Am I excited? I'm, I'm not excited about either one. Yeah. Uh, but- either way, you're you're buying a one year player, right? Because Cam Akers is coming back next year and going to tell both of them to shove it up. Yeah. He, as long as even long though as he's even though Cam busted. Akers went to Florida State and he, we don't know what he can bring to the table because Florida State players are just kind of. Hey. hey, you know, I fell in love with. Uh, oh, who was the quarterback there? He played basketball. Charlie. Charlie Ward. I love Charlie. Heisman Ward, Trophy man. winning. Yeah, I love Charlie Ward. Twenty six overall to the New York Knicks. Yes. Yeah. Yep. That, I that. remember he came out and he told the NFL, "If you're not going to draft me number one, don't draft me at all, because I will go number one in the NBA." <laughs> and he did, or not number one, first round. Sorry. First round. Yeah. First round in the NBA. Yeah. Yeah, but anyways, I think the my... only Heisman Trophy winner that didn't play football. Yeah. Well, at least in recent well, times. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure what Tebow did in the NFL, but uh Well, he played baseball too, right? I think that's what he is now. Yeah, I think but like, he's a baseball but like player. Charlie Ward never set foot on a like he, yeah, he, he was, was drafted, like, out. but he never set foot on a football team. Yeah. No. Well, I mean, you could argue that Andre Ware never really did either, but that's all whole story. <laughs> that's low. <laughs> So anyway, but yeah, so, I'm not so, excited. Are you excited about these guys? No, in I'm Los not. Angeles? I just, honestly, I'm not excited with anything to do with Los Angeles Rams. I don't know what to think of of Stafford. Um, 
like I was walking at work today, and we have a lot of televisions up at work. Yeah. Uh, and the headline from whatever sports station was on, it may have been ESPN, it may have been, you know, Stafford can win the Super Bowl now or something like that. Or can Stafford win the Super Bowl with the Rams? I'm like, I don't think Stafford could win the Super Bowl with the Saints, but <laughs> right. I, I just, I mean, I've, I've never been a huge Stafford fan, right? I, I think he's got an arm, don't get me wrong, but I, just, I don't know. And, and, and I'm thinking of the Rams. No. <laughs> Like, so, yeah, like, if the Rams were, like, a piece away, like, okay, give him acres back, right? After he started to pulling away with that job right, last but year. Right, so, so, to me, by that rationale, what you're saying is that golf is so horrible. Right. Was <laughs> golf that, that bad? Like, I, I, I don't think he was. I think he had a bad year last year. Yes. But I, I, I mean, look, but you they had, had a rebuild years. offensive line. They had a lot of things going on. They were in a Super Bowl. They didn't belong in. Yeah. Yes, I'm still bitter about that, motherfuckers. And well, and they didn't. They never had that Todd Gurley to help out, right? So, True. I mean, I don't. I, I didn't think he was that bad. I, we'll see what happens in Detroit. But I mean, I think Detroit's tanking this year. But yeah, I, I'm not. I, I, we'll see. I, I'm optimistic because I do like Stafford. It's I don't have anything against Stafford. Yeah. Um, I think he, he makes some really good plays sometimes. It'll be interesting to see what he, what he and McVay can do. Yes. Because obviously they were willing to give up quite a bit to get him. So. Yeah, they gave him golf. <laughs> yeah. It'll be interesting to see what happens there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anything else? No. Nothing at all? No. I mean, Should I? Have we, have we rambled on enough? I think we have. All right. Well, that's all we have for this episode of STFF Podcast. <laughs> Uh, ST Fantasy Football Podcast, excuse me. Uh, I must speak in this voice now. I like it. I think that should be our <laughs> outro. All right. Well, until uh, next time, hit me up at STFF Chad. And at STFF Ball. And we'll talk to you next time. Have a good one. Don't suck.